But you know what I do like? I'll tell you what I do like, ladies and gentlemen. I like Motown with Billy. So, ladies and gentlemen, changing it up a little bit tonight, let me introduce the Master of Ceremonies, your host, Mr. Billy Tappan. <laughs> Thanks. I'm giving Billy an assist tonight on the boards, ladies and gentlemen, and I am excited because this is my first assist on Motown alumni. So, uh, Billy, I, I hear you're going to, like, you know, break a few things down tonight. Hmm. Yeah, let's do it. What? I mean, listen, Snoop Dogg, if you're listening, I know you don't need the money. So, like, you know, whatever money that you, if you recover it, you know, you can send it my way, Anya Farber, Talk Israel. Yeah, send it my way. But, Billy, that is. That is, wait a minute, Billy, isn't this kind of like a direct reflection of what is going on also in, like, uh, the TV movie with the issues with streaming? Like, the actors are not getting paid, but, like, other people are taking the money, like these streaming services. No one but Snoop Dogg, really. Come on now. Really, with music, if you're going to go see a performance, you still got to have the person, right? You know what that reminds me of, Billy? Disney World. When I was real little, like they had the animatronic. <laughs> I like flesh. I like flesh and blood. I mean, I know that sounds a little weird, but like I want to see like the real person performing. You know, like you know, Billy, back back when you were performing, like I'm sure in between sets and stuff, like you you had like little little chats, you know, you shoot the breeze, and like you can't, no matter how smart your AI is, you you can't like you can't you can't you just can't like program that kind of like BS, you know, like the the BSing you do in between stuff, like I don't know, man. Oh, my God, Billy, I had to use one of those machines in a Dunkin' Donuts. I don't know if you have those where you are, Dunkin' Donuts. Is... Okay, I was like, how do I 
I didn't even know. I was ordering a coffee for one of my friends, and I was like, I don't even know how to use this thing because I don't drink coffee. I don't even know how to order a coffee. I was just like, I don't. This is the, the, this is confusing. But so, who is this gonna hurt more, Billy? The the established artists or like the up and coming people? Because like Snoop Dogg, God love you, Snoop Dogg, because man, have you branched out? But like, he's got money, right? He's good, like. If he never makes any more money from music, like, I think he's going to be just fine because he's doing, like, Tostitos commercials and Corona commercials. You know, Snoop, anytime you want to have a Corona with me on the beach, you hit me up. But, like, he's going to be okay. But what about like, the newer people coming up? So we should all start shoving the cash into our mattresses, like, old school mafia style? <laughs> This is very George Orwellian, 1984, Billy. (laughs) What's that called? A transporter? Well, you're, you're kind of giving like a call to action. And you know what one of the best ways of a call to action is? Music. Like, think of like the anti-war movement during Vietnam. There was all that music. So, like, music is a great way because it's like not censored in some fashion. In other fashion, yeah. But, like, like would you say that the roots or the history of Motown have ever been like a sort of call to action? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right, it was like peace and love and like Woodstock vibe of, you know, uh, Carpenter and uh, Joplin and a lot of that stuff was very soulful, almost in like a Motown way. She was crazy talented. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like, really, even though there was a lot of the, like, anti-war, like, let's be all loving, I feel like, I mean, I was not alive then, so I, I can't, like, really, like, say firsthand, but it seems like from pictures and, like, movies and documentaries and, like, talking to my parents and grandparents and stuff, it, it kind of feels like it was so not divisive the way that we are in this country now. Like, it did not matter your race or your religion. Like, people were like, no, let's be together, like, united. 
And I don't know what happened because even when I was growing up as like an 80s, 90s kid, I did not feel this divisiveness that is like present now. And I do not understand it. I do not understand it. Um, And, you know, I just got back from overseas being in Israel and I do not feel it over there. It does not exist over there. And, you know, because my son is a mixed-race kid, and he feels it sometimes here, uh, which is crazy. And he not not one second did he get anything over there, because he was there too. Not one time. What are you? I'm a human. Like, what do you <laughs> Yeah, what's up with that, Billy? Like, I feel like even, you know, like, you know, like even music used to bring people together, and now I don't even feel like uh, I don't know. Like I, maybe we should like appeal to those in the music industry now to try to start more of that, like bringing cohesiveness again. But I don't know. yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh my God! You know what I'm thinking right now, Billy? I gotta look it up. I I gotta play a little bit of it. I gotta find it. But I think you know what I'm thinking. I feel like you do. Um, there's an artist who sang a song, a very specific song. Oh my God, I gotta see if I remember. All right, all right, Billy, I'm I'm gonna put this up and see. I know you're gonna get it in a in a. You know who this is because we talk about this family all the time. And I have not seen this video in a hot minute. Uh, yeah, it's coming up. I haven't. Wow, the video. Oh, the video is making me a little sad, actually. I gotta, gotta not look at the video. <laughs> it's a little emotional today. You're gonna. All right, let me see if I can. I don't want to like fast forward because I don't know if it's. No, this is the official video. Wow. I don't even remember the year it came out. Oh, there you go. We're going to hear it in a second. Hold on. You know who this is? You can, you can. Yeah, ready? No, I can hear it. Ready? You're going to hear it because our listeners can. Ready? There's the chorus coming up. MJ, MJ, MJ. Ready? There's the chorus. Ready? Ready? For you 
I don't want to sing in stereo less or delay. Let's go back and heal the world. So like I feel like Michael's song and it's disturbing because I'm looking at this video and I wish our listeners could see but he's got like images and it's like blowing my mind Billy because I, I, I'm telling you it's like holy crow it's, it's literally like you know you know, the Iraqi war, it was like Somalia, and uh, looks like this is like Kosovo. So there's a little girl, oh, geez. oh, these are, oh, yeah, 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 I can't watch this anymore, but like, he's like, heal the world, make it a better place, and the entire human race, he's, he's like, he's dying, like, his words were like, I don't even know I'm going to pause this for a second, but I don't even know the year that it actually came out. I'm going to look that up right now because, whoa, like, whoa. Talk about, like, creepy thinking about, you know. Wow. 1991. What do you think Michael Jackson would say right now? Right. Well, you used to have to, like, call people's houses on the phone and ask politely to speak to someone. Well, you know what, Lily? I got I got a, I got a um, recommendation for you on Netflix because I met her in Israel. So, Aliza Ben Shalom, she has a show on Netflix. It is real. She is. She calls herself the Jewish matchmaker. She is a matchmaker of all forms, like all levels of Judaism. But I have had multiple people who are not Jewish come to me and say, oh, my God, I watched this show on Netflix. Because they're like, I just binge watched Indian matchmaker, which I have not finished Indian matchmaker, so I cannot speak to Indian matchmaker. But. Jewish matchmaker came up as the suggestion or they watched the Jewish matchmaker then they watched Indian matchmaker. And I think, you know, we're fascinated by differences and like the shows like that which are positively showing differences, but still while like, see, we're really all just the same, right? She has skyrocketed in like, um, you know, people knowing who she is, like her Instagram I think it's Jewish Matchmaker or Elisa the Jewish Matchmaker. Like you got to check her out, but you got to check out the first season on Netflix. Uh, like it, heart it, because they need to – Netflix, are you listening? You need to bring her back for, like, at least three, four, five, ten more seasons. Because, like, first of all, I'm dying to know what happened with some of the people on the show. Second of all, that was, like, only, like, five couples. Like, I, there's so much more to know. And she does this full time. Like, she's a legit matchmaker. This is what she has been doing for years. And she is so positive. And how she deals with people, she happens to be very religious herself. But, the, like, she talks to people who are not as religious. 
She never talks down to anyone. She is so supportive and loving. And she really, she's like, look, marriage is not easy. But like, I'm not just, she's like, I'm not here to marry you. I'm here to keep you married. I want to show you what it's like to like, you know, to learn to like be a part of something. And I just think her message is so positive and she delivers it with such skill and ease. And I met her in Israel. I had interviewed her for my documentary. And then, of course, you know, when I was in Israel, I'm always looking to meet people, people to talk to for Talk Israel on CRS Radio, which we, our listeners are listening to now. But um, I went to meet her in her home. She welcomed me into her home. What a lovely gesture. But, like, oh, my God, she's even nicer than, like, I would have thought. And just so personable and down-to-earth and genuine. But also, can I just say this? Funny. Oh, not funny. Watch her on Netflix. Netflix, yeah. Aliza Benchal, I'm going to get up her Instagram right now so I can give it to everybody. But, like, talk about a very positive message. Um, just, yeah, I freaking love her so much. Where is this Jewish measurement there? Oh, here she is. Okay. So... Da, 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 da. Um. Oh, okay, here we go. Um. Okay, so her Instagram is Eliza Ben Shalom, A L E E Z A B E N S A H. S. Excuse me. Wow, I cannot spell today. Let's try this from the top. Eliza Ben Shalom, A L E. Oh my God! A L E E Z A B E N S H A L O M. Shalom. Wow, Anya. Um, she uh, she's a Jewish matchmaker, and it's uh it's a season one on at Netflix. Um, but she's got like she does uh what do you call it like um she does like lectures and workshops you know, um, for men and women, like, you know, just great. And, um, you know, she's married and she has her, she moved her family to Israel. They're from the United States. Uh, they're expats, just such an incredible woman. I met her very dear friend, Devorah, lovely as well. Um, but like such a positive message. So people should check it out because that's the kind of thing that we should be watching and listening to. Um, you know, and I found something else and I'm starting to get a little freaked out by like how progressive he was. Cause I don't think I really quite realized, um, Michael Jackson, who by the way, Israelis love Michael Jackson, like love Michael Jackson. Um, one of my very dear friends who I stay with often cause he's a wonderful host. Um, and he has like the best apartment in Jerusalem with a breeze that seems mystical. Um, he is a, he is a music junkie and he is a collector of records. And I found in my parents' basement, um, like the Michael Jackson, 
uh, record. It was like a double. It's the one of like him in a white suit, and he's got like that white leopard tiger thing. Whatever that was. Um, and I found the record, and the records, it was in such good condition because my parents took really good care of their records. Um, and they were all stored in the basement in a really good way. And I brought that to him, and he was like, because he said the only better prince of records than the U.S. is uh, Asia, is uh, in Japan specifically. Those records, are, those records are higher quality than the U.S. and Europe. So um, you know what other song I'm going to put it on in the background, but I'm going to kind of fast forward a little bit because this was like such a pioneering video back in the day. My mom did not let me watch MTV, but I snuck MTV at Carla and Parati's house because they were allowed to watch it. Hold on, I'm going to fast forward this for just a second. Let's see if we can get it. He's, um, I put my message in the Saturday song. Fun. I had to tell them. And then he's about to like, look in the mirror. You're either wrong or you're right. And then he does this crazy thing where it's like this face in the mirror. It don't matter if you're black or white. And then the faces will change in the mirror. Man, his stuff was like out of control control but I remember that being so big Billy like nobody had done that kind of graphic video with like you know because literally he had all these people like you know they would look in the mirror and they would look up look right or left and then the minute the head would go up again it would be someone else's face <laughs> it was like all these people and all these beautiful shades of everything. And by the way, I do not consider myself white. I consider myself peachy. And right now, because I was in Israel, I'm a little bit like a tan, burnt, peachy kind of thing going on. <laughs> so, but like, I'm, yeah, well, I worked hard for that tan, Billy. I worked real hard. Um, I put in my time at the beach in Tel Aviv. Um, <laughs> Think about that, Billy. How crazy is that? Like, that was like pioneering, right? But if you go back, back into like, yeah, he was doing stuff, even though his dad was a messed up, messed up animal who like moved them all up. He's still, I mean, don't get me wrong, he has some odd tendencies but I feel like you kind of got to blame the father because he like beat the ever-loving snot out of all of them oh clearly yeah oh prince man oh
Well, 51 would be the controlling share. You know, Billy, it's interesting that you're talking about, like, getting back to stuff, because one of the things that when I was in Israel talking to a lot of these musicians that, you know, I've been like, Billy, Billy, you got to hear this, you got to hear this, because I'm bringing back all these people who are, like, up and coming in in music in Israel, and um, they talk about a lot of their influences of, like, and they go back, and a lot of them are, like, you know, hitting them, like, back to, like, old-school R&B and old-school Motown and just, like, hmm, a lot of this really good stuff. And I thought this might be, like, a cool time to play one of those kind of songs from someone that everybody knows and, like, talk about, like, family talent, too, right? So Nat King Cole, right? I mean, everyone knows Nat King Cole, right? And he has that one song that then, even though after he was gone, his daughter Natalie went and sang like like a duet after the fact. They did that duet of Unforgettable, but like I I went and found, I think this is more like the original one. So let me, I'm pulling this up to see for people because like, is old school so i figure let's we take a pause here on crs radio and uh motel alumni and kind of maybe give everyone a little taste of like pillar pillar type people you know foundational people like billy he he came before you he had to inspire you Yeah, I'm going to put a little bit of this up, but I promise the listeners I will not sing. I mean, I sing around my house, too. But I, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not delusional. I know I'm not Natalie, you know, Natalie Cole. Let's go just with old school Nat King Cole. Now, I, I'm looking at him because he's, like, introducing himself and stuff. And what a dapper fellow. Oh, he's already starting. Let's, I'm going to turn it up for the listeners. I know, but I think that's because our listeners can, but 
yeah. Like, never before has someone been more. Damn, Billy. Unforgettable. That's what you are. How do you not hear this song? I just feel like when you see Oh, you know what? I'm going to even switch it up because now I found the one with her, with his daughter. Okay, let's see if we can get this one up. I like it because it's like a tandem. I wonder how she felt when video and sing 
redemption song. It is killer. It is killer. And um, I'm going to see if maybe if I run it a different way, if you can hear it too, because I know our listeners can hear it. But I want to make sure that um, you, that you can also hear it. So I'm going to see if I do um, Let's see. Because I should be able to do that. But, like, it's it's beautiful when you hear, like, oh, my God. And you're like, you look at someone or you hear part of their music and you're like, how would that even be? So I'm going to try to play it through the phone. Yes, I'm putting it through the phone. Her version of Redemption Song. Like, she covered this. And English is not her first nor her second language, FYI. Read. 
I can only imagine there, Mr. Billy. But uh, <laughs> um, but I think also when someone's brave enough to take like an iconic singer and an iconic song, but it, it, I feel like I'm one of the judges on like The Voice or something like, you took a song and made it your own, and I love it. Bam, I hit the buzzer. But, <laughs> real. going to be oh my god that's going to be hot i can't even imagine that'd be so fun billy let's do it do it yeah i'll I'll just call you around and introduce you because i got no singing skills i mean i sing in the shower but let's be real i should not be singing in public but you know, Billy, but this is what I love about music. Like someone like yourself who literally like marinated their whole life in music. But when I can like find some, and you know what I call you when I get so excited about something. So I'm like, Billy, Billy, you got to hear this. You got it. And you know, I called you about this woman, Noy Mayer said, because I you got to hear this. Um, because I feel like I'm like, oh my God. And I, I find things that are just different because Israel is so eclectic. And people are from so many places because Jews were nomadic for so many years. But I love a lot of this, like, multiple influence but very unique sound. I got to play you my favorite song of hers because I want you to tell me what you think of the kind of, like, where would you put it, like, genre-wise or whatever. Because this is kind of kind of hot. And this is in French. That's so great. And I, I really hope that the listeners here on Motown Alumni with, with you, Billy, like I know that you've got some like nice loyal listeners and um, 
you know, I, I hope that they've, they've kind of like understood a little bit of the like swing in and out that we're doing and talking about. And like, because I really feel like that's, that's what you got to do. You got to connect. You got to connect with the music. You got to connect with like people and music really does connect people. Music is an ultimate connector. Really never, I've never seen people like duke it out over music. Like, like maybe they argue with like who's a better male vocalist of a genre, but like people don't like, they don't get into fights like over music the way they do um you know, other things in this world. So I think what we need is more of this. And like, I like that, like, you're open and I'm open to threading things in and out of these different genres and old school, current, new, the future. Cause like, really, man, the future, I really feel like the future of music is a lot of these people, like this girl, um, or like, um, one of the other, uh, young rappers that I played you some of his stuff, uh, you know, Georgie, because he's rapping about topics that people are like afraid to talk about. And I think, and he does it in such a poignant way, but yet you're like, oh my God, like you're hanging on every word, you know, and, and it's clear and he's not yelling and he's not cursing and he's not using autotune and he's just spitting rhymes clearly with with purpose and it's like it's refreshing it's kind of refreshing it reminds me of like a lot of the old school rappers who came out with like serious like they were they were making a point they had a message you know and i'm sorry but i am just i do not buy into the sum of the current rappers i'm sorry but the auto-tune has got to go and, like, if every other word is a curse word or the hate racist word, like, I'm sorry, ma'am, you ain't that talented next. So. That's that and then the N word. I just can't. I'm like, sorry, but next. Like, beep. I want to beep you right out. Like, sorry, not buying in. So I think that the, there is, but there are people that are pushing, um, pushing like through these like somewhat accepted, you know, I, I feel like, you know, I kind of wish I could like interview some of like the old school rappers like that aren't even around anymore, you know, or, you know, who I, I actually did have a conversation with who is like such an interesting person and you have to speak to him is Nissen Black, Mr. Nissen Black. And he used to rap, for those of you who listen, yes, if you're like, hmm, that sounds kind of familiar, but you're like, I don't really know who that is. Uh, if some of you remember D-Black from back in the day, gangster rapper D-Black, yes, yes, this is true, uh, converted to Judaism, and he is a devout, very religious, practicing, um, you know, practicing like Hasidic Jew, and he still raps but he does not rap about guns and hoes anymore. He raps about God. And I I spoke to him about kind of like back in the day, though he was not like, yes, he was a gangster rapper and talked about like topics like that, but he was not the kind of like, you know, that I'm talking about now. And we talked about that, like kind of really openly. And it's interesting because he talked about, he's like, yeah, do you know how much harder it is to like 
actually come up with language and verses and, and stuff like that. And, and he just, you know, he wows me and what a smart, learned and pious, but humble and generous man he is. And he, the, the amount of time he made for me, I was humbled and how he connected with my son at um, that youth retreat that he came to do a performance just for them. Um, I mean, but then when he saw my son, he was like, yo, so my man. And I was like, wait, what's going on? Like what? And, you know, but it was great. It was great to have such an intellectual conversation with someone. And he is making some very beautiful music and like, but he still has fun with his music. Cause like in motherland bounce, he starts out with like a spoof on coming to America, you know, and it's funny when you gotta love it. And Eddie Murphy has got to be like, damn, uh-huh. Yes, Miss M. Yes. Yes. Because it is so good. He starts the song with a spoof on coming to America and ends the song with like that barbershop scene. It's, oh my God. I mean, you know, you're like a child of the nineties or someone who was like watching in the nineties, if you know what I'm talking about, but it, so good but in the song he's also like yeah Hitler I'm your worst nightmare black and Jewish and I was like oh my god I used to think I was Hitler's worst nightmare and I actually said that to him and I was like listen sir you got me beat on one thing that also would have pissed off Hitler but I was like I am a strong woman so I also think that would have pissed off Hitler so and he's like All right, we're, tied. we're tied we're tied I was like I'm a strong Jewish woman you might be a black Jewish man but I don't know like who's gonna win Hitler's worst nightmare and you know, and I was like, I'll give it to you because you were smart enough to put it in your song. But I'm telling you, I would, you know, I'm I'm willing to like battle for that. Um, but like, what what an interesting guy. I mean, really, and just his sound and um, how he's using his talent of music to make a difference. And I think like that goes to a lot of what pushes you, Billy, because you have a background in history and you've been through some stuff. And listen, Billy, we have all been through some stuff, right? And everyone's stuff is different. And, you know, it's never about like my stuff was harder than your stuff or like, but here's the thing. You really don't know what someone's been through and you really don't know what someone's going through. Okay. So what we need to stop doing is like judging on each other and hating on each other and dividing each other and just I don't know just start acting with this like crazy old thought of old school common decency and, and I think that music is the way to do this so I I like I I implore your listeners to be like reach out to Billy on social media reach out to CRS radio reach out to me I'll I'll talk to Billy about it like I clearly I'm I talk you know um they can they can find us on CRS radio they can find you how are I don't you know you you had to change your Facebook account so I don't know how what you give people now okay yeah so Bellagio Santino on Facebook I know you're not as present on Instagram. I'm trying to help you with that. I'm trying to get Billy onto the IG. Liat, um, <laughs> liat, as we say in, in Israel, slowly, slowly, little by little. 
Um, but if you guys have a question and you're having trouble finding Billy, uh, I am Anya Farber, A-N-Y-A, F-A-R-B-E-R on Facebook, or Anya underscore think underscore differently. So that's A-N-Y-A underscore T-H-I-N-K underscore D-I-F-F-E-R-E-N-T-L-Y on Instagram. Uh, on YouTube, it's just Anya Farber Official. Um, I'm going to try to get this episode up onto my YouTube channel for you, Billy. Um, and uh, like, so that they can really kind of, you know, if they want to know more about some of these artists that we're talking about, you know, weigh in on this like old school versus like current versus the future. Like maybe someone who's listening has got this artist that's just up and coming and like they, they want to share. So please like share it with Billy because nobody, nobody knows music more than Billy. That stuff is, is nice. You know, Billy, I, I know that you've got some contacts with the Jackson family, so maybe you reach out to them and be like, listen, Anya wants to know if we could use the one phrase, heal the world, make it a better place for you and for me and the entire human race, because I kind of feel like that's what you're trying to do, Billy. And I mean, you know, so if like, I mean, I'm assuming it's the Jackson family that owns the rights to all his stuff now, but like, I don't know, because like the kids, like, I don't know who to talk to. Uh, not that I... All right, we got to, like, contact somebody at Sony. I don't know. Maybe we could just contact a lawyer because it's really only one phrase. I don't know if I change it, like, if we could use it. But I really feel like if we can, you know, if you change one, if you affect one person, you change the world, you know? And so I think, Billy, that... um no matter what's going on and no matter what you believe about politics to our listeners out there, like politics gets dirty, man. And so like, I don't want to get into that, but like, I just know that I can positively impact people by being like honest and open about things that I go through and um, just what I'm trying to do with my life for myself, for my son, for my community, you know, um, for, for, for more than that, you know, I, I truly hope like, you know, you, you think about what the people don't talk about as much when they're like alive. Right. And fortunately, sometimes you only know about the impact that someone makes or people don't really talk about it. Like once someone's gone, you know, and and um, I recently lost a friend a couple months ago. I know you remember, and I had a memorial weekend at my house in his honor. And you know, he will never be forgotten by those who really knew him. And I just wish that more people had the chance to know him because it was it was funny one of the people at the memorial one of the like longtime childhood friends was like even when he was somewhere even when he was pissing you off you couldn't help but love him and i was like man that is so spot on like because <laughs> you know, he he had his beliefs of what they were um politically and um you know on a lot of different topics but even when you were in the heat of disagreeing with him you were still like god i love you you know (laughs) 
I just like that one phrase, heal the world, make it a better place for you and for me and the entire human race. Because I feel like, you know, um, I hope it's okay that I share this with our listeners, but anytime we have a team meeting, you know, from the radio station or some of the other projects that we were working on, you, you always say to everyone on the call, whether it's like two of us or 10 of us, you're like, first of all, I love you all for taking the time. Like, it really means a lot to me. At the end of every call, you're like, I love you all. And it's like, oh, like, we all know that you really mean it. And it's just a very nice thing. And I think it's just, it may be like nothing at all to you. Like, you may not even think about it. But it's like little things that people do, like holding the door for someone, just like thanking someone for something. Like, even if you think it's something they should do anyway, you know, like you're at a restaurant and the server brings you your food. Obviously, they're bringing you their food. They're the server. But, like, does it really hurt you to be like, thank you? No, that's not. We are looking to do it in a very respectful way, not to profit from it, but to use it as a message, a broader message. So, Sony, if you're listening, contact Billy and he'll explain because he's got music experience and all I'm going to do is be like, but I just want to use it in a nice way. So, maybe they should talk to you, but like I am asking them. I'm asking them very nicely because uh, I do think it, it, it hits at our message um, of, of what, you know, we're hoping to do. And I cannot wait. I really hope that we can bring you to Israel real soon because I, I've got so much stuff to show you there and so many places to take you. And I mean, just from some of these entities doing amazing things like, you know, Medjimiri jewelry with the Ethiopian refugees, how they like, took in people and trained them and educated them. And now um, the, the Ethiopian refugees that were brought in for this pro like this, this, this opportunity. Now they have ownership of this company and, you know, Isaac and Orna Levy who were self made incredibly successful business with Evel jewelry, which you see on like the red carpet could have just like rested on their laurels, but they didn't. They chose to turn around and help other um, people and specifically immigrants, because when you come to a country, you often have nothing. And I think it's super important because that is something very, very common, not to the degree that the, the levies did, because not everyone has the means that they did and do. Um, and I have to tell you, I met them. Well, I met half of them. I met Orna. What a generous humble, amazing person, really. And every single person I met at that facility, whether it was Evel or Medjimeria, oh my God, outstanding. Really. Like, I kept pinching myself. Am I really here? Oh my God. Why are these people being so nice? Oh my God. Like, that's who they are. And like, that's the thing. Again, breaking through barriers and misunderstandings and helping people realize how much more alike we are than different and 
also just like, oh my God, life can be so much better if we just start being more positive and start showing more love. If you get that cleared, Billy, I'm on board. (laughs) Yeah. No, I am on Mondays on CRS Radio. Talk Israel is on 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Don't miss it. I agree, and I I have a song that's going to work for everybody. It's a Nitron Black song called Change. So we're going to leave our viewers with that. Billy, thank you so much for allowing me to uh, hang out with you on your show. Guys, please make sure you are listening to Motown Alumni every week with Billy Tappan. He is a true mensch. True mensch. And I'm going to leave you guys from one of these menches, Mr. Billy Tappan, to Mr. Nitron Black. Thank you. All right.